Welcome to the Self-Care Goddess Podcast, brought to you by me, Rita Savoya, founder of Savoya Self-Care Holistic Wellness. I'm a certified nutritionist and a holistic wellness coach for midlife women who want to rediscover their happier, sexier selves naturally without pills or side effects so that they can thrive as they age. I'm also the creator of the Savoya Self-Care Method, empowering women to nurture heart, mind, and body for transformative results. I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission to help millions of midlife women become their own health heroes. As a woman entrepreneur and a caregiver to aging parents, I fully understand the many responsibilities and generally stressful times women are living through these days, often suffering in silence, misunderstood, and putting themselves last. That's why each week I will be here for you, guiding you on your personal wellness journey, sharing expert advice from thought leaders on natural, practical, and simple solutions to help you thrive during the midlife transition. Get ready to listen to inspiring conversations about all things wellness, nutrition, mindset, mental health, fasting, hormones, menstrual cycle awareness and sinking, ancient healing strategies like meditation, mindfulness and breath work and spirituality. Every month, I will also be featuring a small to medium sized business to help spread the word on the amazing work they're doing so we can support them. And now without further ado, let's get ready to rumble. Happy listening. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Self-Care Goddess Podcast. Today, I am solo, and I'll be talking about evening routines and why they're so important. I'll have a bit of I'll be bringing in some science and some research-based facts of how important it is to have an evening routine, have that discipline, because that actually sets up your next day morning, right? So, let's get, before we get into it, actually, let's get on to this. I invite you to go into your space. And the best way to do it is to notice your breath. And I invite you to give them all the love, the gratitude, and the appreciation for them. Nice deep, belly breath. Um, 
quick coherence, heart focus, reading from the Heart Math Institute. All right, let's get into this. So why establish an evening routine, right? Why, why do that? Why is it so important? Because like I said, it really sets up the next day for you. So it could be tough for some of us to leave work behind when we either finish the day for us working remotely or go home after a hard work uh, day. So by, but having a, a routine can really, really help, right? End your day on a positive note of completion, you know, do a specific action that symbolizes the end of your work day, right? It might be locking your office door, turning off your computer, some sort of routine that you can get into right or calling home to say that you're leaving work right each night treat this action as the equivalent equivalent of clocking out with a timesheet okay and remind yourself that it is time to shift your mental state away from work into you know after work mode right so having a routine like this helps you create a psychological barrier between home and work especially for those of us that are working remotely or working from home right Every night, you have one chance to wind down and prepare your brain for the next day, right? So don't waste it by loading your brain up with other activities and events that may actually make you even more tired in the morning. So whether it's most the most inventive minds in history or those people who live in really good health after 100, a daily routine or a set of sort of these micro routines is correlated with productivity, health and longevity, right? A productive evening routine is a set of activities that you repeat to prepare your mind and your body for the next day. It's also the ideal time for taking a break and relaxing your mind, right? The brain can't deliver at 100% capacity all the time, right? It needs some sort of downtime for peak performance. It's just like a body workout as well, right? It needs that recovery time. So does our brain. So you can use the evening routine as a chance to wind down or even plan for the day ahead, right? On average, individuals at age 20 get about seven and a half hours of sleep, while those around age 80 only get 5.8 hours of sleep. Also at age 20, people spend about 20% of their sleep time in the really restorative, slow-wave sleep, right? At age 80, it's only 7.5% of that precious time is in rapid eye movement. This is why it's absolutely imperative that evening routines are done right. The American Academy of Sleep Medicine and the Sleep Research Society recommended that adults age 18 to 16 year, 60 years old sleep at least seven hours each night to promote that optimal health and well-being. Sleeping less than seven hours per day is associated with an increased risk of developing chronic conditions such as obesity, diabetes, high blood pressure, heart disease, stroke, and frequent mental distress. So it is right to say that a productive day starts the night before. If you get your evening routine right, you can switch off from work or business and recharge. One third of Americans don't get enough sleep. You know there's a sleep epidemic going on. And according to the CDC, Center for Disease Control and Prevention, if you're in one of the Creating an evening routine is one of the easiest steps you can take to enjoy better sleep and help your mind and body relax before bed. So how can you master your evenings? So in this podcast, I will talk about nine habits, routines, and activities for a productive evening. 
Ready? Let's go. Number one, create an end of day ritual and set a bedtime. When 5 p.m. or the end of your workday rolls around, wrap up your work with discipline. You might want to review your calendar for the following day and see what meetings need preparation. A to-do list can be reviewing during your evening routine, could be reviewed during your evening routine, right? So if you're keeping a to-do list, review outstanding items and decide on two or max three most important tasks, tasks you want to focus on the following morning and book that into your calendar and then work on those tasks. If you have a workspace, let's say that is a mess, by all means, tidy it up. As part of your natural sleep-wake cycle, your brain starts winding down for sleep a few hours before bedtime. So you can use your bedtime routine to make the process even more effective. Decide on your bed and wake-up times and stick to them every day. Following a consistent sleep routine helps train your brain to naturally feel tired when it's bedtime. Next, uh, schedule a time to begin your bedtime routine every night. Anywhere between 30 minutes to two hours before bed. Set an alarm if you need to. Okay, why not? Reflect like Benjamin Franklin. So the original productivity guru, Benjamin Franklin, was obsessed with self-improvement. At the end of the workday, he always asked himself one question. What good have I done today? Franklin was high-minded, but this type of introspection is useful if you want to figure out what to do more or less of. So you can ask yourself these questions. What worked? What didn't work? Where am I blocked? Where do I need help? Ask and answer them in a professional journal or even mentally while setting your priorities for the following day. The key is to step back and look at the entire chessboard, right? Rather than concerning yourself with tactics, own your strategy or plan of work for the following day or even week. I also like Eisenhower's priority matrix to actually prioritize your tasks once you know what tasks need to be completed. So number three, track what worked and what didn't work well during your day, right? The Italian economist Alfredo Pareto said that 20% of the work typically leads to 80% of the results. So if you want to accomplish more at work, capture a useful metric at the end of your day, right? In terms of understanding what were those 20% of the tasks that are actually giving me 80% of my results. So do that on a uh, on a worldwide, not worldwide, but on a sort of task by task basis, but even as an overall in terms of what are your daily tasks. And if you lead a team, beautiful thing to do with your team, right? With each of your team to understand these metrics, right? So they can be more effective. Okay, number four. So this is not related to your workday. Exercise and sex can help you become more productive. So Canadian neuroscientists found out sex exercise <laughs> exercise stimulates growth in the brain so after work walk to the train station cycle home hit the gym or swim now i know you might feel a little tired but this change of pace will help you sleep more easily exercise also unlocks more energy the following morning at the very least please go for a short walk after dinner while well, to help you digest maybe a heavy meal or just a meal in general and enjoy that restorative sleep right what do they say Eat, wait a while, and then walk a mile, right? End your day with a short nature walk to really clear your head away from screens. While walking, be fully present. You know, observe what you see, ponder over the new thing you've never seen before. Learn to fully relax your brain and enjoy your time away from work. 
You can listen to a podcast, audiobook, or just the sound of nature if you choose to go for a walk out in nature. Now, experts continue to explore the connection between sleep and sex, right? So, but evidence does suggest a potential link between sex before bed and improved sleep. In one 2017 research study, over 60% of the 282 adults who replied to the survey said their sleep improved after having an orgasm with a partner. Now, oxytocin release, released during sex may be one explanation for this, right? The release of this love hormone can promote relaxation and a sense of well-being. Kissing and cuddling can also trigger oxytocin release. So any type of intimate contact before bed has a tremendous benefit. You don't need a partner to add sex to your nighttime routine either. Solo orgasms are a perfectly natural way to relax and get off to sleep more easily. Number five, learn. The human brain doesn't crave a break. It just wants a change of pace, right? There's nothing wrong with watching Netflix or YouTube videos in the evening, but it's probably not the best way to spend your time every night. Consider taking on an online class, reading a book related to your career. Introduce a short evening meditation session that enables you to focus more effectively the following day. Or you could simply pursue a hobby unrelated to your work, for example, gardening or pottery or something like that. Now, watching um, a favorite show at the end of your long day can feel super relaxing, but try to avoid doing this two hours before bedtime. Because as I mentioned in an earlier podcast, the blue light produced by electronic devices can really confuse the brain, which thinks that it's still daytime, right? And does not release that cascade of hormones that's required for a really good night's sleep. If your brain thinks it's time for you to be awake, it won't tell your body to produce melatonin, that hormone that helps you prepare for your sleep. Using devices to scroll through social media, play games, watch videos, or chat with friends can also keep your brain active when you need it to start calming down. So consider adding these activities to your nighttime routine instead of watching or being on a screen. Assembling a jigsaw puzzle, painting, drawing, or coloring, doing word or number puzzles, nothing too um, stimulating though, right? Number six, get ready to sleep. Get set an alarm clock for get. Okay, one second. We set an alarm clock for setting for waking up, right? When why not set an alarm clock for going to bed? Around eight or nine rolls or when it rolls around, put away those blue screens so your brain isn't overstimulated. Reading an easy fiction book could help you switch off from problems at the office, right, or even at home. Getting this routine right means you're less likely to toss and turn in bed. But by then, you should feel comfortable about what you're going to do the following day and tired because you've already exercised, right? And if you still can't fall asleep, consider a herbal remedy. I love drinking um, some sort of chamomile tea or something that really helps me to soothe my nervous system, right? And there's plenty of those. Even some mushrooms, you can have some reishi mushrooms or even a nice little blend from um, traditional medicinals. We have a, a really nice nighttime one. So for more information on these herbal remedies, you can also listen to my podcast with Chris Lamont and Sarah Cruz. So avoiding spicy food is also recommended as a as science has found that spicy food tends to prolong the cool down time, right? Relaxation techniques like deep breathing exercises can allow you to let go of physical and mental tension by instead focusing on your body and mind, mindfully relaxing. A daily yoga routine has shown to improve sleep quality and a few simple stretches or massage before bed can prevent cramping. Some light yoga stretching and breathing exercises can also go a long way to relaxing you into sleep. I love yin yoga, 
or yoga nidra before bed. And there's also some research showing that a cold shower, and I know this might sound a little bit counterintuitive, but a cold shower before, like not too close to bedtime, maybe about three hours before bed, will also help you with a better night's sleep. Um, but closer to bed, it's more of a warm bath. Okay, the sleep um, ambiance and evening meals. Okay, that's number seven. So the Mayo, Mayo Clinic has done a ton of amazing sleep research and found that we need to start thinking of our bedroom like a cave if we want to get both quality and quantity sleep. Interestingly, it's not just about darkness. Temperature and sleep are equally important to us. Caves are pitch black, right? Cool and quiet, which is precisely the kind of environment we want to have in order to get a really good night's sleep. Now, according to Mayo Clinic, they have found the ideal bedroom temperature is between 65 and 72 degrees Fahrenheit or 18 and 22 degrees Celsius. So remember this, particularly in the winter when we tend to crank up that heat, right? And then we're wondering why we're, we feel so stuffy and unable to sleep. Heavy meals, as well as drinking before bed, can lead to indigestion, acid reflux, and middle-of-the-night restroom trips that disrupt your much-needed restorative sleep. However, going to bed hungry can also upset your stomach and make it hard to fall asleep. So find some sort of healthy middle ground, right? For, for By calming your stomach, if if you do get uh, wake up around like 4 o'clock in the morning, that might mean that you need to have a light snack, like maybe some applesauce with black seeds or a bit of Greek yogurt right before bed. Cherries, grapes, strawberries, um, pistachios, oats all have this high levels of melatonin content. So you could try to eat these as well, but not in big quantities, of course. But I always say try to eat at least, try to eat nothing really three hours before bedtime, right? So that you're actually using that time to restore and replenish as opposed to digesting your food and make sure you use the restroom right before bed. Okay. Number eight, connect with your loved ones. When you spend quality time with your partner, close friend, spouse, or anyone you care about, even your pet, turn off notifications to connect better with them. Whether you share the bed with your partner or not, spreading positive energy and gratitude is part of the ultimate nightly routine. Worthy of mention, for those of you with children, they thrive on predictability and a regular evening routine brings many benefits. For starters, routines build relationships and bolster children's sense of belonging and safety in the family. Generating these positive emotions just before bed can put you in a better mood, helping you feel more at ease when it's time for bed. Spending quality time with people you love can strengthen your bond and help lower stress. And connection is the number one common denominator for those blue zones. So those people living well over 100, connection is the number one reason I, they can attribute this longevity to. All right. So try reading out loud to each other, perhaps trading massages with your partner, sharing highlights from your day and cuddling and playing um, either games or something or even with your pets, right? So these routines help strengthen your shared beliefs and values and build a sense of belonging and togetherness in your family, right? Playing soft, soothing music as you prepare for bed can trigger the release of hormones as well that help you improve your mood. Feeling emotionally at peace can help your body feel calmer, right? It'll actually trigger the parasympathetic nervous system that you are safe, you are supported, you're ready for a good night's sleep. So while music may help you fall asleep faster and get better sleep, make sure that you stick with calming tunes, right? Energizing upbeat music 
probably won't have the quite the same effect that you're hoping for. So for best results, try the slow music without lyrics, like ambient music, or even those play around with the different hertz, 425 hertz, right? The Journal of Advanced Nursing found that classical music is a great way to wind down, but so is breath work, right? Um, there's different types of breathing techniques. As long as you extend the exhales more than the inhales, you're actually signaling to that parasympathetic nervous system to, to turn on. Meditating, journaling, or other calming activities, which can all help to slow down, soften your body, as well as bring the family together, right? We can do, you can do this together as a family. How cool would that be? Super, super cool. And I say try it. Try it for a week and see what happens, right? Number nine, do absolutely nothing at some point in the evening. Sit and enjoy a few minutes of mind wandering light breathing or meditation and really relax the brain a perfect evening routine should have two goals how do we wrap up the day so we feel we can leave the day behind with a clear mind and how can we set ourselves for that deep glorious restorative sleep that we all so desperately need so a regular breath work and meditation practice can improve your sleep quality mindfulness meditation teaches people to allow their thoughts and manage emotions enabling that sleep onset rather than stressing about not falling asleep. You can practice mindfulness meditation by simply closing your eyes and allowing yourself to focus on your thoughts and feelings, observing your thoughts but not judging them. And deep breathing and visualization are other forms of meditation as well. And you can find a lot of guided meditations um, for free on my YouTube channel, Savoya Self-Care. Check that out as well. Um, the actually four, seven, eight. So four breaths in, seven breath hold, sorry, seven count hold and eight count exhale. So four counts in, seven counts hold, eight counts exhale actually does help your mind to relax. It's a really cool breathing technique. I use it all the time when I am a bit too hyper um, active in the evening when I'm trying to fall asleep. Also counting sheep really helps and it's just because you're distracting your mind from probably the things that are keeping you up so that helps as well but that four seven eight breath also helps okay so just to sum up key take-home message that is that in this digital age when the constant stream of devices so frequently interrupts the flow of our home life and face-to-face -face interactions morning and evening routines are crucial and more than ever, especially ones that involve turning off those devices entirely for limited amounts of time. A nightly two-hour screen-free routine can help us actively provide a meaningful, positive life structure that enhances the well-being of the entire family, not just you, but your entire family, right? Because then you're setting, you're setting a really cool example and being a role model for your children, right? At the end of the day, these tips are a great way to get a good routine going, but do one that works for you, right? There'll be times when you're away from home, have guests visiting or realize that the current routine just isn't working. So instead of forcing things, focus on meeting yourself where you're at, you know, honoring your social, physical, and emotional needs. And how do you, you know, how you do it is really up to you, right? Good sleep is the key factor. We know that it is one of the major pillars, in my opinion, probably second to breath work. 
it's a key factor in maintaining that healthy body, mind, wellness, right? Well-being. And it doesn't have to be hard. A personalized evening routine is crucial and it can help you get better sleep. Not only better sleep, but it allows you to wake up fresh and ready for the next day. So my rule, I don't have many rules in my life, but I do try to abide by one. Three to one. Three hours before bed, no food. Two hours before bed, no work. And an hour before bed, maybe even two, no screens. So try that and see how it goes. I would love to hear your own personalized evening routines, but sort of keep these principles in mind. Thank you for listening. Have a beautiful evening and a good night's sleep. Ciao for now. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking part of your day and sharing it with me by listening to this amazing podcast episode. I would also like to thank our sponsors, St. Lucian CMOS. Check them out and get some awesome CMOS at www.stlucianseamoss.co. If you enjoyed this podcast and it was helpful, please share it with your loved ones or a friend and check out SavoyaSelfCare.com for more amazing wellness tips. Please also leave us a rating now on Apple Podcasts. Take a screenshot and send it to info at SavoyaSelfCare.com. We will reply with a gift as a grateful thank you. If you want to upgrade your healthy living and take it to the next level, be sure to join us next week. And remember, self-care is not selfish, it's self-love. Ciao for now.